0: 40 Lessons. Tonight in the state of Virginia, there were two experiences happening that were the polar opposites of each other. I was here in Richmond and over at Maymont Park. Which is a beautiful park here in the city and the Richmond Jazz Festival was happening and I was surrounded by love and good music and good people and it was this wonderful experience with this great cross-section of Richmond. Sharing in our love for music and our love of culture and our love of being around each other. At the same time, folks were gathered in Charlottesville, not too far away, just west of here. And people were surrounded by hate and violence. And those two extremes in the same state. It's not new for Virginia. We are at the center of the conversation around race and culture and ethnicity and division and racism and reconciliation. Virginia has had this integral part in the history of America, Richmond in particular being the capital of the Confederacy. Even today, we have these, these monuments to men who were leaders of the South struggle. The South struggle to have life the way they wanted it to be during the Civil War. So we struggle, we struggle with this view of ourselves and yesterday was so difficult. It was hard to be in a place surrounded by love and knowing that hate was just few hours down the road. My journey in experiencing racism is not a new one. It's been happening for 37 years, I'm 42. And when I was five years old, because my family decided that we needed to live in a neighborhood that had better schools so that I had the, the chance To pursue college we moved to a neighborhood that was full of people who taught hate who taught their children that folks with brown skin are less than they're not as good as you and so the words that i heard in my face as a child as a five-year-old the racial slurs that i heard being called a monkey being told that my skin looked this way because i played in the mud and i was dirty being called a dog, being spit in my face at five years old. That happened because parents taught their children these things. And the children believed that it was true. So for me, this journey from experiencing racism as a child to being someone who now is a proponent of diversity, who is a proponent and an advocate for reconciliation, I realize in a deep way what it takes to learn to forgive, what it takes to learn to stretch across those things that divide us, those walls that divide us, those lines that divide us, that have divided us for generations. So I get it, I get it in a much different way. This is, this is real, this is not theoretical, this is not academic. Demonstrations of, of hate, so those aren't the same things as freedom of speech. That, that's what we had. We had people standing up demonstrating their, their hate. That's much different than having a dialogue about our difference. You have the right to say what you want to say. You don't have the right to hurt another person. You don't have the right to give expression to your hate. See, that's, that's where we cross the line. And we have to hold our leaders accountable, our, our, our officials accountable for not encouraging that behavior and then punishing that behavior when it happens. The truth is that love is the only cure for hate. Now, there will always be people. I think there'll always be people that hate. I, I don't know how we, how we solve that. See, for me, for me to love someone who doesn't look like me, for me to love a white man and a white woman and disconnect them from the things that happened to me in my life, that took a work in me. That had nothing to do with that person. That was about me. I had to grow. I had to forgive. My heart had to get right so I could extend love to that person and recognize the value in that person. See, every one of us has to do that. All of us have something in us. That has to grow and has to mature and has to change and we just have to recognize that so it's easy for us to say let's love let's hold hands and let's sing a song and that's easy to love people who are your allies but see real change comes when you start to love people who are your enemies or even people who are just so different than you where you have to push against the things that are within you The parts of you that judge, the parts of you that lower that value a little bit, the parts of you that treat someone who's different, so different that you treat them without the same respect. You don't connect to them to the way you connect to other people. That's stuff that we got to work on on the inside of us. And then when we do, we can start to demonstrate love. Demonstrate love with our actions. Demonstrate love with our language. Demonstrate love with our connections with people. Demonstrate love in our heart. What happened in Charlottesville breaks my heart, and it makes me angry at the same time. And I know folks will have a lot of different responses to this. For me, my response is that it is a motivator to continue doing what I'm doing and to not quit. We can't. We can't stop pushing. We can't stop trying to dismantle those things that break us apart. It's unfortunate that we're having conversations the way we are about our symbols, our monuments, to a very difficult and hard history. I wish that our conversations really brought us together. But what it does, it highlights the junk that's in us. It highlights how far we still have to go to truly be reconciled to each other. That reconciliation takes work. It means breaking things down and breaking things apart and forming something new. And we have to do that together. That can't be a one-sided operation so my hope for us is that we, we don't have any more days like we had it in Charlottesville, reminiscent of, of my parents' generation and what the, what the struggle looked like. No more of that. My hope is that we will find a way to push against hate. That we would hold each other accountable so when you're in situations with your family that you don't tolerate them having conversations full of hate and judgment that you are strong and bold enough to say no that's that's not right we should do this hold them accountable hold ourselves accountable and my hope for all of us and for the city is that we will grow together if here in richmond we can demonstrate to our country what it means to come across those lines, to break down those walls. It can be an amazing model that teaches what it means to dismantle hate and to build love. My name is Todd B. Waldo, and this is 40 Lessons. Thanks for listening.